0: Isn't just a new look but a pathway to drugs. The punkers say it's just a new way to express themselves and if us oldsters are horrified consider how much more difficult it is to be outrageous today. Society is much more tolerant than it used to be and after beatniks and hippies you have to be a little more daring in order to shock. guys welcome back to napalm nanny in the shack i'm the ok cupid date that never came back from the bathroom napalm nanny and before i get into this week's episode let me remind you that just because she's tolerating your presence doesn't mean that she's flirting and to find me on instagram under napalm nanny in the shack and if you feel like buying me a cup of coffee my venmo handle is wendex burns my eyes now onto the show And I don't know if it's because I'm being nostalgic for my punk roots or my hometown in Los Angeles, but I decided to do some digging into both. And come to find out that in the late 70s and early 80s, from Sacramento to San Francisco, punk was kept alive in Chinese and Filipino restaurants with some impromptu venues being China Wagon in Sacramento or Mabue Gardens in San Francisco. Then there's the Hong Kong and Madame Wong in Los Angeles Chinatown that hosted an array of punk bands. And these venues hosted bands such as The Bags, Black Flag, The Alley Cats, and Dead Kennedys to name a few. Some of these places still served in the dining area while the gig went on. Christy Shigekawa, Bill Hong's great-niece from Hong Kong Restaurant, would share, Downstairs, there would be Chinese people eating dinner with their families, and upstairs, there would be this crazy punk stuff going on. You can see them going up the stairs, and people would be like, uh, sometimes the ceiling would be shaking. Fiona Ibi Nyo an associate professor of Asian American studies and gender and women's studies at the University of Illinois and the author of a 2012 paper on the intersection of Southeast Asian refugee identities and punk music in the late 70s Los Angeles, had this to say about the growing bond between the punk scene and the restaurant owners. In some ways this was just like setting up any performance space to try and draw in more customers to your restaurant with live music which essentially the restaurant owners were looking for entertainment to bring in customers and the punks just happened to be the ones that showed up then chikekawa niece of bill hong also pointed that it's a weirdly practical business thing and culturally maybe it helped that they were already not part of the mainstream and before i dive in any further here's this week's playlist enjoy Punk was far from all white. Chicano kids, especially, had been part of the scene from the start. But for non Asians, immigrant run Chinatown still held a certain transgressive allure. For people in the scene at the time, both living in rundown apartment buildings alongside refugees and other urban poor, and playing in Asian restaurants were intentionally political and in an aesthetic decision. And before you start thinking it was all gumdrops and lollipops, the relationship between the punks and the proprietors could be complicated. Esther Wong, the Chinese owner of Madame Wong's, became infamous for her strong opinions. She insisted on vetting every band that played at her restaurant and even told one Los Angeles Time reporter in 1980 that if she was given a bad tape, she liked to throw it outside the window. And it was also said that she was fiercely competitive, sometimes calling the fire department on the Hong Kong cafe to break up its shows. But in 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 the end, Wong was demonized by the scene when she became exasperated with the fights breaking out in her restaurant and banned certain groups, like the Alley Cats and the Bags from playing there ever again. And the heyday of these Asian restaurants slash venues didn't last very long. The Hong Kong Cafe only hosted shows from 1979 to 1981. Madame Wong's held on until the beginning of 1987. Then Mabue Gardens gradually transitioned into a full-fledged music and comedy venue. And if you want more information on this, I'll be tweeting the article written by Madeline Loen Coleman from Topic.com. And with all that said, here's the rest of the playlist. Enjoy guys!
1: i <laughs> (音声) I don't know.
0: that's it for me this episode and i cannot emphasize how grateful i am for every download listen sharing with a friend or share on your platform this is essentially a one woman team that's held together by a prayer and a whole lot of tequila but honestly the growing community of oddballs and nerds really makes it worth it so till next week i am your host the one the only napalm nanny stay safe out there guys